Aaron Rodgers wants to be a New York Jet. We signed Alan Lazard. And Big Ticket wants OBJ on this team today on JetCast. JetCast Shop is the only place to get official JetCast merchandise. You can buy t-shirts, hats, water bottles, and much, much more. All of our items are high quality. Order online and have your product shipped right to your door. Check out the latest gear today at shop.jetcastpod.com. JetCast Nation, welcome to episode 12 I am Pat, that's Ray, and we have a lot to go over. So, on Wednesday, Aaron was on the Pat McAfee show, and he comes on and he says, you know, today is not going to be a day where I make an announcement or something like that, right? And then he goes on and makes an announcement. So, sure. That's great. Um, well, I guess in his mind, his decision or his announcement was made on Friday where he uh, told the Packers that his intention was to play and that his intention was to play for us, for the New York Jets. Not the Jets, not New York, the New York Jets. I was nervous the entire time, especially when he said that he went into the darkness retreat saying he was 90% going to retire. Um... I haven't had nerves like that in a really long time. Um, Ray, what were your thoughts watching it? Did you get to watch it live? I knew you probably yes, were. I did. You did? Okay, awesome. Yeah, yeah we were doing a, a, a co-space with uh, Gotham City Cruise. Oh, that's right. Got, that's right. guys do some amazing work over there. They got some killer tailgates coming up, some crazy trips. They're going to the Hall of Fame game. They got lunch with Joe Klecko, all sorts of crap going on over there, so... If you're interested in some of that stuff, go check that out. But I will tell you this. I was shaking like everybody else, and it sounded like a retirement speech early It did. On. It did. He almost was like, oh, you know, I played a lot of years. I love the Packer fan base. They mean everything to me. I would never want to hurt them. I want to hold them. I want to cuddle them. I'm like, oh, here we go. We're going to get screwed again the way Tyreek Hill screwed us last year. Last offseason, I will never forget that buzz happened and instantly spaces were blowing up, YouTube blowing up. Everybody's like, oh my gosh, we're getting Tyree killed and the Dolphins come out of nowhere. And he says, well, you know, I really wanted to play with the Jets, but, you know, that that tax in the state, it was all BS. I don't buy any of it. No. I think he's from there. He trains there, whatever. That's where he wanted to be. He already has his ring. But today, today is about celebrating that we are going to be getting one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time who won M- multiple MVPs just a short time ago. This is not like Brett Favre where you're getting him and one year and he's going he's gonna to go play for Minnesota. There's a chance that we'll have a maybe two-year window, maybe stretch it to three. I feel like if we make a deep playoff run this year, I really think he'll come back for the second year, especially we brought in his boy at, you know, Lazard. The writing was on the wall, and we were talking about it earlier, Pat. His cap hit's so minimal this year. 
because they're pushing it to next year. Then they'll restructure. They'll restructure and restructure. They've so, pushed everybody back. They have pushed everybody back because they had one target in mind this entire time, and that right. that target um, wants to play for us. I have never in my life heard of a player that wanted to come here. Clearly, he's come here because he feels like we want him right and he's leaving the packers because he feels like the packers do not want him they he, told him that it was time to move on but Remember they didn't the whole, they uh, but right you're right before love situation but but right but before the darkness retreat they said you want to play awesome you want to retire awesome you just let us know and then he came out of that darkness retreat and he was being told, not by them, but by other people in his circle, that things had changed and they were shopping him. You know, yeah, well, he, he's a very he's... straightforward guy, right? And yep. And I think that's really what it comes down to. He is pissed at the Green Bay organization, and he's going to be coming here with a chip on his shoulder. We're going to get an angry Aaron Rodgers who wants to prove everybody wrong. And the Jets are going the route that the Buccaneers did just a few years ago when they got Tom Brady and they loaded up the roster. This yep. is this is this is all I could have ever asked. It was a pipe dream at the end of the season. You know, realistically, I thought it was going to end up being Garoppolo. Yeah. You know, I didn't think Carr was going to come here. Anyway, I thought they would court him, but at the end of the day, I really thought it was going to end up being Garoppolo. Never in my wildest dreams would I think that I would hear Aaron Rodgers on a podcast say, I intend to play for the New York Jets. Right. It's still not real yet, and I don't think it's going to actually be real till The trade's final. <laughs> well, yes, that. true. So let's start with that. Um, obviously, they're going back and forth. Um, you know, we're getting varying reports on how close the teams mm -hmm. are. And I've heard a lot of Packer fans say, well, the Packers have all the leverage right now. I've heard a lot of Jet fans say the Jets have all the leverage. I don't think there's any leverage either way because both sides just want to get it done. Um, obviously, we want to get it done because we want Aaron Rodgers. But the Packers are not going to want to go into this draft without um, one of our picks. Or multiple of our picks this year. They do. They're not going to want to do that because after the after the draft, um, you're just talking about future picks. Yep. So they they're going to want they're going to want to offload that salary now, and they're going to want to get the picks now. I don't. There is right. no scenario where they're going to hurt themselves in a cap position and hurt themselves in a draft position just because they want to spite Aaron Rodgers. Really, that's all it comes right. down to. And when you think about it, Pat, they they were talking about it on WFAN about the whole compensation. Like the NFL is a do or die league, and you're not going to tell me Murphy, the the head of the Packers organization, is going to hurt his own team. No, you know he's not going to. You know what I mean? He's going to hurt his own team to take on Aaron Rodgers and show him who's boss. I mean, give, give me a break. We all know where the leverage lies. At the end of the day, the Jets can wait it out, and the Packers, if they want picks this year, can't wait it out. And we know in this league, no 
no, nothing's guaranteed long term. The Packers go win three games next year. Their GM could be fired for all you know. Right. They need. They already told Jordan Love prior to you know all this saga happening. We heard the reports that he was telling reporters that the Packers already told him he's a starting quarterback, and they need to find out his fifth year options. There's no way Aaron Rodgers is going to end up on the Packers next year, so you might as well just get it over with. Them. There is yeah, obviously there is no scenario where he's on the roster right. this year, none. So it's it get it over with, get yourself out of that out of that. Um, out of that contract and get your picks um it's not going to be high picks like everybody's saying but it's not going to be nothing right. it's going to be somewhere the in the Matt middle stafford package that's what that's what all these packer fans you know, yeah that's not right it's it's not happening because you're dealing with a player that does not want to be there Right, so threaten to retire right you can threaten to retire and then that 90 million dollar cap hit um, hits Green Bay if he chooses to retire because you won't get rid yep, of him over the next few years. Yep, it's, it's it's it would be an absolute disaster if they if they did that. So, okay, moving on a little bit. So today we officially signed Alan Lazard. I was a little nervous, um, just because we've seen um players agree to deals and then someone else swoops in and grabs them. Uh, but- a la Anthony Barr. <laughs> yep. Um, luckily, though, though, we got the, the the tweets from the Jets and the images that he was um, in the facility and he signed. So that's fantastic. Um, Zach Rosenblatt, let me bring up the tweet here. Where is the tweet? <laughs> While you're looking for it, how funny here it is. is it here that? it is. Aaron. Oh, God. Sorry, Rosenblatt. Uh, quoted Alan Lazard, it feels good that 12's going to be my quarterback again. <laughs> and I think we can all agree. Um, we can all agree. They have obviously an amazing connection. And, um, you know, they, they uh, the announcement came that he was signed before um, Aaron did his interview with Pat McAfee. So the writing has been on the wall, obviously, for, for a while now. Right. Well, he prov- and think about what he provides. He provides something that we haven't had in a really long time. That 6'5", 227 receiver, the ability to go up and get the ball, those contested balls, which, you know, and, and I think the, the Jets might not even be done with the wide receiver position, which we'll get to in one second. But if you look at Lazard the last three years, he's absolutely an ascending player. You know, Aaron Rodgers loves to throw those high-pointed balls. And the fact that we have two receivers – that can go up and do that, and one that's absolutely elite at doing things like that in Garrett Wilson. It's just, it's beyond exciting to think what what this team actually is going to look like going into next offseason, uh, going into next season, excuse me. And there's now we're starting to hear rumbles of defensive players who are older might wanting to come here. We've seen uh, Calais Campbell like the tweet earlier today. They were in on Fletcher Cox. Right, they were, and they. He took less money to. Go he back took to less Hill, money, which I understand. He thinks probably totally he's got a better that. chance to to win with with the Eagles, an older player, you know, thinking that. But we did offer more money to Fletcher Cox, and he turned it down. So, right. you know, it, it it is all in 
um, at one jet's drive right now. All it. Oh, I would too in a second. And he liked. He liked a tweet. He liked the signing. Right. We just said that. Yeah. So, um, speaking of wide receivers, um, this tweet trending topic. Yeah, trending topic. (laughs) Big ticket. Makai Becton. Hey, OBJ. Your thoughts? Ah, I'd be all over him. I don't understand the argument against him. I understand the injuries. But Mm -hmm. everybody coming out of that workout that he did, he said he was catching balls with one hand practically behind his head, not even looking. He looked explosive as ever. He looks big. You can limit his snap count. But when he's on the field, good luck trying to single coverage Garrett, you know, double cover Garrett Wilson. Because if you're going to leave him one-on-one, I don't know many corners in the league that are going to be able to cover him. You're also going to then get Alan Lazard on the other side one-on-one. And if it's a smaller corner, he's going to high point the ball. And don't forget, you got Conklin coming up the middle. You got Brees Hall eventually coming out of the backfield. It's like... You know, I'm absolutely bringing him in. If he's willing to, you know, maybe that's why Joe Douglas made, you know, Alan Lazard's cap hit $3 million and change this year. Maybe you get OBJ on a short-term prove-it contract where maybe you pay him a little bit more money up front and bring him in here. I mean, to me, maybe you can give me a different argument. I don't understand the argument against him. All it costs you is money. It's not costing you draft picks or anything of that nature. No, I don't. I cannot find a negative in bringing him in as long as you get him at the right price. Um, you're not asking him to be the number one receiver, even though he could potentially have those skills because you have Garrett Wilson, you're going to have Lazard, and and don't forget Elijah Moore. We, I mean, who knows what, what what's going to happen with Elijah Moore, but he is still right now on the team, so it's something you need to think about. But um, potentially a wide receiver room with Wilson, Lazard, OBJ, Moore, and then your fifth is... Denzel Randall Mims, Cobb. Randall Cobb. I forgot. Totally forgot about Randall Cobb. I go to Denzel Mims immediately. Um, sign me up. It's it's yeah, it is it is ex- it is explosive <laughs> to think about. Um, it I cannot find a negative other than it, as long as it's at the right price. Um, he's right. an older player. He's not going to be a locker room problem like he was earlier in his career. He's got his rings. He's made his money. You know, he just wants. He just seems to me like he just wants to continue to play. Um, There's another underrated player that I was looking at that just got cut too. Who's that? That we saw, and I know a lot of Jet fans are going to probably irk me for this. Give me a couple pokes, but I'm looking for a veteran running back. Brees Hall's most likely not going to be a hundred percent. Right off the bat, we yeah it yeah time and time again, I would seriously consider kicking the tires on Ezekiel Elliott, and I'll tell you why. Mm. If he's gonna get five to seven touches a game, I'm all for that. I think he's gonna want to prove something in this league. He got cut from the Cowboys. I think he's pissed off about the role that he was put in last year, and having a guy like that in the backfield adds another another dynamic to this offense he's able to catch the ball out of the backfield and i fully expect us to have a rotation coming into this season to start the season it's probably gonna be michael carter uh it's probably michael carter it's gonna be bam knight and then i would 
maybe add him in as a third running back. Because if the running game gets going, you have to have another suitable running back. And I would consider giving him five to seven touches a game. Keep him fresh. And if it doesn't work out, worst comes to worst, you get him on a one-year contract, you could just cut him. Brees Hall comes back and takes those snaps from him. It's just, I like having veteran depth. I get scared when we take on young guys. We've seen it in the past. Ty Johnson had fumbling issues. When you bring those young guys in, we are trying to win a title. I need somebody that I know is going to secure the ball, can catch the ball out of the backfield, because we all know in this Nathaniel Hackett offense, they're going to spread the hell out of the ball. It's not going to be a power run game. Right, and the run game is going to open up, finally, because you're going to have a legitimate passing threat. Um we're going to have a dynamic offense for for what seems like forever um, since 2015. Um, just a little side note: um, Lazard also said that Nathaniel Hackett was one of the best teachers he's ever had, or the best teacher he's ever had. So everybody thinks very highly of Nathaniel Hackett. It's really a shame what happened to him in, in, in Denver. But I think he's he's going to be in the right role, and he's going to be teaching guys that he's already um, been with. So he's have an experienced coordinator. I mean, the fact that's that done we- it before, and who and a quarterback who already knows the system like the back of his hand, who mm-hmm. can, not that he's going to mentor the wide receivers, but he'll be another ear in Garrett Wilson's, um, in in Garrett at Garrett Wilson, if if he runs a route wrong or, or you know they make the wrong right, read a, it, or whatever, very... it'll be very. It's different to hear from a coach, but then also to hear it from your from your, you know, well, four time MVP from... quarterback. Right, Zach Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. Well, we all like. I remember last year when I was at camp with a bunch of mm-hmm. a bunch of my friends and. We were watching, and I'm like, Zach Wilson is definitely not the best quarterback here. Might not even be the second best. Joe Flacco was throwing the ball all over the place, and so was Mike White. And I'm watching Zach Wilson short hop balls in the middle of the field, overthrow receivers by 10 and 12 And that's yards. the difference. You, you see those live. I wasn't there. You see those close up, but yeah. everyone else is not – is not seeing that you know the the jet social media group is fantastic but they obviously put out a message that they that they want to put out yeah well zach wilson might might have hit one really nice throw out of 10 throws and that's a throw that they show but exactly I will say this because we ran into i ran into a few of the reporters there and even they were like eh, you know it's still early on in camp i'm so tough i feel like we hear those excuses every year well it's early on in camp i'm like well why is lamar jackson lighting it up why is russell wilson lighting it up why is right you know, all these other quarterbacks Tua looks amazing in camp mac jones looks amazing in camp we're always the team that has the quarterback that looks like crap in camp and i'm so glad this year i know that's not going to happen aaron right. Rodgers is out there with a chip on his shoulder he wants to prove the league wrong and he's going to be doing everything in his power and i know there's a lot of bills fans out there and especially those dolphin fans those flipper fans as justin jet and Forster loves to say the flipper fans that say hmm. well we're still way more talented I'll tell you one thing that top five defense of ours 
is only getting better. Sauce Garner is going to be in year two. You think he was good year one? Wait till year two. You're going to have Jermaine Johnson, a first-round pick who showed a lot of flashes getting into his second year. You're going to have Michael Clemens. He's going to get more snaps. Huff coming off the edge is going to get more snaps this year, who had one of the best win rates in all of football last year. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Jets go out and get Calais Campbell, put him next to Quinton Williams. Good luck single, not double teaming one of them, because whoever you don't double team is going to get the pressure up the middle. We all know how much Tua loves that pressure up the middle. So keep bringing it to us on Twitter. We'll have that friendly banter back and forth, but I am ready Oh, I wish the season started like tomorrow. I know, right? I'm ready, just ready to go. Uh, so, two smaller signings that we need to talk about. Um, offensive lineman Wes uh, Scheitzer, I think you say is pronounced his last name. I probably butchered that, but whatever. Um, and Christian Cologne. Yes, um, I like so, Cologne. Right. Um, good backups. Um these are these are these are you know these are plug the hole players when when someone goes down replacing guys like Feeney. Um, well, Feeney's just signed with the Dolphins. Uh, as a side note, I hope he's out there and we play. <laughs> the best thing here of, of all the Dolphins, you know, the, yeah, right. The Dolphins will, will bash on the Jets all season long, but now you got Barrios and you got Mike White and you got Feeney, so have fun. Yeah. Well, how about uh? Uh, Morstead, we mentioned that already. Yes, shopping around. Apparently, uh, we just found out also they're shopping around Braden Man. Um, As if he's got any value. Uh, public we service announcement. Pu- pu- public service announcement to all Jet fans: Please delete all your negative Braden Man tweets so we can yes. keep his stock nice and high. As far as I'm concerned, Braden Man is the ever. greatest punter that's ever played NFL football. So, that's public right. service announcement. Please, please tow the company line, everybody. Um, yeah, so it's it's been a crazy week. Um, I just can't wait for this contract to get signed. Um, that's really where I'm at. And once it's signed, I will be buying myself a jersey. I will be buying uh, the winner of my uh, Twitter jersey giveaway. He'll be getting a jersey as well. Um, that's when you know it's real. When Fanatics allows you to finally make an Aaron Rodgers jersey or finally sells an Aaron Rodgers jersey, that that's when you know it's going to be real. <laughs> right, and it's going to be real interesting to see. I think this week we're going to really we're going to solve the center situation. I, that still scares me. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had this. I've had the same stance since day one. I don't want to go out and draft a center because there's bust potential, and then there's also the. Over the last few years, we've seen that NFL offense alignment, it takes a little bit for them to get caught up with the NFL game because they're not right. able to do the same things. Right. If you, ask, if you ask any Giant fan after year one, Andrew Thomas was a bust, and now the guy's a Pro Bowl-level talent. So I we don't have that time to waste, that time to develop, the time is to win now. So, you know, I would look at the, the veteran market, maybe the, even the trade market, but that's where I stand when it comes to the center position. I know a lot of Jet fans are high on the kid out of Ohio um, and a couple other centers, but eh, I want the veteran. I agree. I think it's better, especially at the center position, get a veteran. You don't, you don't want Aaron Rodgers taking snaps from a, from a rookie. Um, 
it's it's not gonna it's not gonna turn out well. I don't think so. They have to find a veteran center um, to uh, you know to, for the right contract for the right money. Um, right. You know it all it all start with the you know when you're talking about your blocking schemes, it all starts with the center. So you need someone who knows what the hell they're doing. Someone who's not afraid to uh, call out the protections as needed. Right. So I That's mean, it. we we were we were blessed for so long with this guy, you know. So. Yep. And the guy before him. And the guy before him. Yep. So. You know, it just this feels like the year of the Jets. You know, you got Klecko in the Hall of Fame, Revis in the Hall of Fame, Aaron Rodgers is coming. You know, the next two years is a. You know we're a win now team for the next two years, and it's gonna be, it's there's gonna be no middle ground. It's gonna be amazing, exciting, some of the best football we've ever seen, or it's gonna be an absolute dumpster fire. I just feel it. That's right. There's gonna be no in between. That's absolutely right. So that's all we have for you today, guys. Please give us a shout-out on Twitter. Like and subscribe to the channel. We really appreciate it. Um, Ray, any final words? Just get this trade over with. I'm sure just like Packer fans, I don't want it to linger. I want to be able to move on. I want to get the veteran center. I want to get a nice defensive tackle in here. And we can't forget about the safety position. If we're able to solve that with a few veterans and then you go out and have another great draft like I expect Joe Douglas to have, the future is very bright. Awesome. Jetcast Nation, it was great having you, and we'll see you in a week. Go Jets.